Hello and welcome to Talk the Line. On this podcast, I talk to some of our favourite people about the things that they are passionate about. My name's Jen Long and this week I'm talking to musician, visual artist and former Moom vocalist Sigalaug Gisladotir, who has been a mainstay of the tightly knit Icelandic music scene for more than a decade. Much of that as part of solo project Come Collective Mr. Silla, and we are talking to her about Japanese anime, one hungover morning at Iceland Airwaves. Okay, I think we're both feeling the effects of airwaves today. Absolutely. This morning we're both... I think my voice is like a few uh, notes lower than normally. I think it's a sexy thing. Though. I think so too. I like having a it's deep, kind of like a, a deep yeah. husk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this podcast may be slower than usual ones. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, also, we're talking about a subject that I don't know much about, so you hmm. are going to have to enlighten me. Okay. I have a few friends that are in, so it's anime we're talking about. Yes. I've been briefed very okay. in intensely okay that it is not manga no well the difference is that the manga is the comic book mm. so you would read that and yeah, then yeah, the yeah. anime is basically like um an animated version of the manga and that makes sense so that's yeah. the difference so we're talking about the cartoons and the films exactly gotcha so where did your obsession with anime start? Do you also like manga or is it strictly anime? Well, I've read some manga. It's just I I enjoy turning off my brain and watching the anime. Mm, yeah. It's kind of just a different it's I guess the difference between like watching a movie or reading a book. Mm. You're just sometimes in the mood for this or the other. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, I guess I'm trying to think of where it started. I can't remember. Feels like it's always been with me. No. Yeah, it's a little Is there like a big culture for it in Iceland or is it, was it something that felt more special to you? I don't know. I mean, it's definitely like something like your friend introduces this to you or something. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I wouldn't say specifically like a culture for it. Mm. Like, I'm sure there's a bunch of people who enjoy it. But um, yeah, not like, like specifically Icelandic. Yeah. Hmm. Even though a lot of like Japanese cultural things and Icelandic it's kind of a weird kinship yeah. like Icelandic people love Japan and Japanese people love Iceland because you've got that matcha cafe here in Reykjavik and yeah, we went there about? we mm. went and we talked to Jeff DR there um, last year and she's obsessed with like matcha mm-hmm. like the green tea stuff absolutely and I you mean, have a whole cafe dedicated to it it was like a mini Japan in there yeah nice yeah I haven't been but I just also thought this is really weird because Reykjavik's so tourist driven right the culture yes. in Iceland is so reliant on tourism mm-hmm. and then you've got this cafe that's nothing to do with Icelandic culture exactly but obviously is gonna you know to stay afloat need to attract yeah, tourists absolutely like, this is hurting my brain to think about this mm. I'm happy to hear that there's something that isn't just not a hundred percent saturated with aiming at tourists mm. I feel like sometimes they someone forgot to like remind themselves that uh there's people that were living here before the tourists yeah, yeah. <laughs> like some things can be for those people yeah. <laughs> it's not all right. aimed so at tourism the, the match of the cafe is more for Iceland and this I kind of no strange idea. kinship this is the first I have. hear of it oh is it okay yeah. oh, I'm glad that I could give you a tip yeah there we go I mean, it might have closed down by now <laughs> who knows <laughs> <laughs> no tourists wanted it yeah um, so your obsession can't remember where it began but was there like a key film or series well, I mean, I guess I started, like a lot of people, watching the Miyazaki movies, like Spirited Away. Yeah. 
and Princess Mononoke and my neighbor Totoro and those things and they're obviously so gorgeous and then I think like somehow kind of just through that mm. I got introduced to some other things I oh I do remember uh, my boyfriend when I was like 16 he went to Japan and he brought home this DVD and it was Furikuri it's this crazy alien cat lady that plays bass all the time I've heard about this. It's like only six episodes. Yeah, my friend Nick it's from school mad. was obsessed with it. It's really good. Yeah. I used to watch it like again and again and again. I guess that is where it's it started. It's not on a spaceship. It's not on a spaceship. No, okay. She kind of comes to Earth. I can't fully remember. It's kind of mad and long ago. Um, but There's always a lot of cats, aren't there? They do like their cats. Yeah. It's true. There's one that I've that I've like one anime DVD and that is the Cat Returns. Okay, I don't know that one. It was a good it was a good one and that had like a lot of cats in it and the cat mm. could talk and it went on a journey and that sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I remember it. being very into that. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> for a brief period of time. Yeah. See, you did it also. Yeah, I just, I just I'm very bad at like I know that it's such a big cultural thing, but it's just something that yeah, as, as mm. you kind of dip your toe in a little bit, but I've never delved into it too far yeah i think it's a kind of misconception that it's like one genre people always like like my husband he was always like saying like a psychopath that he does not like animated movies which is kind of like saying i don't like movies because there's so many different ones or like saying i don't like musicals a lot of people don't like musicals yeah yeah i mean that's in my mind like kind of even more specific but uh he was always like kind of against it and then I, when I was getting to know him, I was like, I think you might like this one. Mm. It's Naruto, it's one of my favorites that kind of like really got me into it. And so there's, I mean, there's 400 or 500 episodes wow. and I'd watched it all and then I got him into it and then I watched what it all again. It's called Naruto. What happens in Naruto? Naruto, it's a kid who has no parents. He's like an orphan kid in a village. It's like a ninja village. And, <laughs> and, He's kind of like a misfit, like he doesn't like an underdog. He's not mm. very good at being a ninja. He's in ninja school, and like <laughs> he's kind of like has a temper on him, and like everyone's kind of like not very nice to him. But it turns out he has a nine-tailed fox living inside him. What? And which had, when he was born, had like ruined the village, killed his parents. Wow. But they they sealed the fox inside the kid. And it's just, I mean, it's. At the core of it, it's about kind of like the bonds of friendship mm. and like how connection with other people is so essential to being happy and living a good life. And it just, it's quite lovely. Is there anything that ties the genre together aside from it being animated? Is there a certain drawing style? Are there certain tropes? Are there certain color palettes? Mm. Or is it everything just really disparate? I mean, there's, there's, just there's very many. A Japanese styles. animated film. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely very many styles, but they kind of, I guess, I mean, you can most of the time tell that it's a Japanese-made mm. um, anime by just looking at it and not hearing it. There's a style, I can't put my finger on it exactly. but Because um, all the characters style. are Japanese. Yeah, there's just like a, a an aesthetic that is yeah. kind of like, yeah. And are all the storylines as like kind of um, imaginative as the one that you just told us. Are there any that deal with just regular life that yeah, don't I have mean, a magical side? No, absolutely. There's definitely one. Oh, now I can't remember the name of it. There's one. Oh, I was, they actually made um, 
like a real life movie or a series mm. from the anime. It's called Erased. It was on Netflix a while ago, and they really do it justice, like um, in the in the series. But that kind of well, it deals with time travel. But other than that, it's like very mundane and every, every day. So it's like completely normal. It deals with time like travel, but it's nothing completely like normal. It, but the time travel is also kind of mundane. The, like the guy keeps like reliving the last five minutes or something right, like it's okay, kind of like yeah. sci-fi or more than like yeah. a mad you know magical world mm. and that one was really good i love that one how do you find them all is there like is it like i they just i can't come to me i don't know like there's a there's a website that i that's called go go anime um and it's probably i mean i i don't subscribe or anything it's probably all very illegal but mm-hmm. that's where I kind of watch it all. <laughs> right, okay, so it's all on this one yeah. sort of platform. and you get, like, the subtitled ones, mm. exactly. And there's, it's really weird that when they are, like, dubbed, so, like, American voices or English voices, yeah. most of the time it's American, it's, like, I can't stand it. Like, I can't watch it. <gasps> really? It's so weird. I don't know why that happens. It's just, there's something so special about it being in Japanese and delivery. Mm. I mean, I don't know. Feels, like feels really foreign. Like feels not for. I mean, but yeah. You know I mean, like feels <laughs> alien. Yeah, it just feels it kind of like feels wrong somehow. Like and when and you watch like an episode of Friends, watch out, Sasuke. Yeah, like, what, yeah, what is yeah. this? <laughs> I don't like this. When you like know an episode of Friends so well, you know exactly what they're saying, and yeah. you know all their voices, and then you go to like Spain or Italy, and it's been dubbed. And you're like, but that is, you're like, that's not the right, yep. that's not what they actually say. Or, exactly. You know, like, yeah. And I think it has to do with the delivery because oh. it's such a kind of, yeah, it's a very inherent part of It's not their voices like and it. their delivery. And it makes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like, with the storytelling, it's so, it kind of goes all over the place. Like one of my absolute favorites, there's only one season out, it's called One Punch Man. And it's about a superhero who fights monsters. But he's really bored because he's way too strong for everyone, and he's like, it's so stupid. <laughs> like, he's just like, he has like the stupidest face on all the time, and all the monsters are like really elaborately drawn, and like yeah. everyone's like, ah, I'm gonna, blah, 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 like proclaiming these like how strong they are and everything, and he's always mm. just like yawning, and then he gets into like a very big fight trying to kill one mosquito. That's very hard for him. And I like it's it's kind of like silly stuff, but it's somehow like underneath the, it all, it's so. Brilliant. Right, yeah. And what's the big director who did Spirited Away? Miyasaki. Miyasaki. Mm. He's the kind of, like, don of the scene. Yeah, especially with the films. Like, he's mostly done movies. Yeah. Like, full-length features. Okay. And he, he just has such a beautiful um, take on childhood. I think that that's why they're so popular. Yeah. Because it kind of resonates with so many people because he, he kind of gets it, what it feels like to be a kid, mm. when you kind of don't understand it all and you imagine things, and and oh, he's just so good at it, like those kind of storytelling. What is other films? Well, he did Princess Mononoke, which is kind of more about nature, the balance between like humans and, and nature. Sorry, yeah. And uh, and then My Neighbor Totoro, which is definitely about this, this two sisters that live with their dad in the countryside and their mom is in the hospital and then they're always having adventures like in the woods with this like big uh, furry creature. So that's the thing that lots of people have as a teddy bear? Yes, okay. that's exactly one. Right, Totoro. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And that's a really 
popular film. Yeah, it's lovely. That one's definitely a lot about childhood and mm-hmm. like sure. kind of being bored, but not you know you just kind of figure it out and run around and yeah. And do you think this start? Do you think Miyazaki kind of helped establish anime outside of Japan and outside of Japanese culture? I'm sure, it did. I mean, I think when I noticed it, it was I think they got the, an Academy Award for mm. it, and I remember it was Gillian Anderson who did Spirited Away, and. <coughs> what did she do in Spirited Away? Well, I just uh, uh, narrated it. Oh, is she? Yeah. Okay, I definitely want to watch it now. Yeah. Love her. <laughs> Who doesn't? I know, oh my God. And she just keeps getting hotter with age. What is that? How does that happen? Did you see, what is it, Fallen? No, The Fall. Oh my God, The, the Fall. fall. Oh. She's so beautiful in that. And what's, is she so good at the English accent? So, I think she's actually British. No, she's something. American. Is she? I, I thought that she was, I was like so a bit impressed. Really? Yeah. Well, does she live in London or something? She has to. I think something. she Or does. maybe she studied in England or something. Maybe, yeah. She's very good. Oh my God, brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> I think the, the Academy Award probably like really opened uh, people's yeah. eyes to this kind of storytelling. Mm. And then you have like a lot of them also deal with just Japanese folklore and like these myths and mm. stories. There's a really nice, it's actually called Mononoke, but not Princess, that has like, I saw it once some years ago, that that one is just kind of like retelling these ghost stories and myths and like spirit stories. Mm. But every episode has like a um, different artist and some of them are like super tactile and beautiful like with uh, watercolor drawings and like wow, so it's mad each looking. episode is drawn by someone different yeah so they're all like, like individual wow. stories like the deal yeah, with yeah. it's really beautiful and it, it's like I like to recommend it to people who are, don't want the kind of like action ninja styles yeah 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 <laughs> because they, I mean because it's yeah it kind of is a different take what was that one called? Monologue Monologue mm-hmm. and um, do you need a kind of like understanding of that Japanese culture and myth? And not really. Sort of sto- I mean, this is just a good introduction to it if right, you're like okay. interested at all. You don't need to have like a prior knowledge. No, no, no. You just kind of like if you watch some of it, like there's definitely like reoccurring themes mm. a lot in these, and I think those come from that. But especially this one just kind of tells each story to you like yeah, from the yeah. start because like that's quite similar from. to Icelandic culture you have a mm. lot of like folklore yeah. and absolutely have heard a lot of stories I yeah. think it was Raquel from Dreamwife we did a podcast oh, she was th- yeah exactly she was last year yeah she exactly. was telling us all about yeah they're the cool they're people. also kind of yeah the hidden people and they're also like um, there's a lot of like kind of ghost stories and like mm. hauntings and stuff like that in Icelandic right. yeah yeah which is yeah I guess that is kind of similar in yeah. a way yeah you have like a spirit haunting you. Yeah. Most of the time, it's uh, people getting like punished for something they did wrong. Like mm. Right. Yeah. It's like teaching you. Because I suppose yeah. it, it was you know, we also last year spoke to Hilma Hilmerson, mm. who's the head of the pagan church here, and he was saying that Iceland before was completely pagan before yeah. converted to Christianity, mm-hmm. but now the trend is going back to paganism. Mm. So perhaps you know, like the, those sort of pagan lessons that you teach society how to live together yeah exactly. with uh, still lingering yeah absolutely i mean a lot of it has to just do with kind of respecting your surroundings and mm. nature and stuff like that yeah and just being mindful of like that you're occupying a space with other things yeah do you have to be japanese to do anime like of mm. other countries ever made anime if like if there was an artist in britain who wanted to do like an anime thing mm. and it was about like a cat that had seven lives <laughs> and was trying to win one back or something i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. like 
I don't really Would know. Would that count as like anime? I'm not sure. I mean, like if you maybe use the like drawing styles and stuff yeah. I'm, I'm not sure is it a style work. or is it like champagne has to come from a certain place in france <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i mean there are yeah, new EU regulations on japanese anime exactly i don't know the rule book <laughs> there but um yeah i mean they did <clears throat> i think it was nickelodeon that did avatar the last airbender that was definitely drawn in this style of anime the but movie avatar no, it was actually came out before that. Right. It's called Avatar: The Last Airbender, and it's uh, just a Nickelodeon like, like oh, okay, cartoon. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And but it it has like kind of the same st- drawing styles and aesthetics as a lot of the animes, and it also like has kind of similar themes. So like, there's different tribes, and they can. Um, there's like airbenders and earthbenders, and they can uh, manipulate like earth or water mm. or like fire and those are that's kind of i would think uh it's kind of yeah very reminiscent of like the japanese stuff and i think there's a lot of japanese people who worked on it right but that was yeah. fully just in english or like american yeah and we didn't mind it then because it was meant to be in american probably yeah <laughs> like to begin with it was yeah. like drawn with that in mind and were you into that or were you like yeah i liked it no i loved it <laughs> okay great it cool. was really good is pokemon anime yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of like a little bit confused about the terminology because I don't know if anime needs to be from a manga because a lot of these things are just mm. uh, written f- with the purpose of being animated. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that fits in. But that's kind, kind of, of like a... It's um, kind of like basic bitch anime, right? I don't know. I think it's just <laughs> like so for so much for kids. Like a right, lot of, like okay, mo- yeah, a lot yeah. of these things, which I also love about it. Mm. Like one of my absolute favorites is called Hunter x Hunter. It like starts off being like super, like it's for kids. And then it just like takes like this like slow turns and it just gets darker mm. and darker. And then all of a sudden somebody's being impaled and you're like, wait, right. what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's definitely not for kids anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like you how know. they did all those really violent scenes in Kill... Was it Kill Bill that they yeah, did all yeah. those super violent scenes? Exactly. But they did them in kind of like a anime style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that was definitely like an anime, like based on a manga. Yeah, that was definitely vibes. right. Yeah, <laughs> cool, but westernized. That's, yeah, yeah, but mm. they they really did a cool job, I thought, with the animation, like the drawings. Yeah, in that scene. That's cool. pretty cool. So when people, I suppose, yeah, because people always have this idea that anything, anime, cartoon, mm-hmm. is for children. And mm. I guess like shows it's like absolutely not the case. No, it's absolutely not. It shows like you know South Park kind of broke the mold from a Western mm-hmm. side, but yeah, perhaps yeah. that was already happening in Japanese culture. Oh, long I'm sure. Before yeah, absolutely. I mean, the kind of there's there a bunch of things in like the 80s and 90s, cowboy bebop and stuff like that. That's definitely not for kids. Mm. Um, it's kind of fun to see the change. Like those things are very kind of the pace is so different. Like with anything that you watch from that time, mm. and it's kind of fun to see how it's changed. Sometimes so it's I gotten faster, yeah. it's gotten... Yeah, like, if you watch, like, a sitcom from the 80s, it's, mm. like, the pace is so odd. It's just, like, why well, you're spending a long time watching someone just make tea or whatever. <laughs> like, there's nothing happening. Like. Yeah, you're so right. It's very odd. God, I wonder if that's a reflection of our attention spans. Yeah. I mean, I think also just people got better at making TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Well, a little bit of both. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> We were talking earlier about, like, the weird world of anime porn. Mm. Have you ever looked at any of that? I, I checked it out once because uh, there was, like, one one of these animes I was, like, finding it quite hot. And there was obviously not, like, any sex scenes or anything. I was like, okay, I'm going to check this out. 
And I got burned pretty badly because I was like watching it. I was like, yeah, okay, this is cool, nice. Oh, she's in the shower, he's like coming into the room and then something's going on. And then all of a sudden he's just like, sister, like, and then they're siblings. And I was oh. like, fuck. And then I got burned pretty bad. I didn't dare to dip the toy in again. No. <laughs> like, fuck me. Man. Oh my God, so that's all double weird. It's like incest, incest anime porn. I wasn't wow. into it. Wow, no, yeah, okay. Nope. Yeah, sure. Because there's like Simpsons porn and stuff, which is really weird. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, well, no, do no, I no, just like No, I mean, I've just seen like images that, you know, sure. people share in WhatsApp groups because they think yeah, it's hilarious, yeah. but... Oh, that's that's. I've not it's very disturbing, any, like in in my mind. It's really weird, yeah. yeah. Especially when it's Lisa, because no one likes Lisa. <sighs> Don't you like Lisa? I always identified with Lisa. <laughs> She's kind of a little annoying, know it all. Like me. <sighs> She's like the Meg of the Simpsons. No, oh, no. Shut up, Meg. Maybe that maybe that's where Meg comes from. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Mila Kunis, fucking love Mila Kunis though. Yes. Oh my gosh, she's so cool. Uh, also getting hotter. What is it? With I don't women? know. Have you ever seen American Psycho 2? Sorry, going off on a tangent no, that's here, okay. but slightly hungover. Have you ever seen American Psycho 2 with Mila Kunis? No. Yeah. <laughs> I should, or I shouldn't? So shit, but it's so brilliant. But is it also, what is it? What so it's basically nothing in relation to the first American Psycho film. Okay. And it's in no, it's, ba- it's almost like slapstick. Is it? I'm gonna. <laughs> it's it a weird American. Well, because I can't remember the the writer who wrote the book. Oh my god! I, I want to say Brett Easton Ellis, but it is. Yeah. Wrong. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. Well done. I, my mind went blank then. I was I was like shy about saying the wrong name. No, it is Brett Easton Ellis. Yeah. Absolutely. And he also wrote that book that um, James Vanderbeek was in the movie. It was something like, and they basically are brothers, like the guy from Psycho, mm. American Psycho. Yeah. And, oh, what's the, Christian Bale. Yeah, no, 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 I'm just saying like the, the characters. Oh, right, okay. In these Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman has a- That was the lead character yeah, in exactly. American Psycho. Yeah, exactly. There's another Bateman in this other movie, another oh, book. It's like a s- so I was wondering if the American Psycho 2 had anything to do with this no, world. No, James Van Der Beek's not in it, it's Mila Kunis. No, no, uh, yeah, he was in the, in no, the brother. It's, it's they've, they've, there's, there's no relation. There's no relation to the text. It's just somebody I'm, got to buy the name. I, yeah, I'm and then they se- made a movie. I seriously doubt that Brett Easton Ellis approves of American Psycho 2 with Mila Kunis, but okay. um, if you can find no, it really online, wanna, it no, is really worth it. a watch with a few bottles of wine because it, <laughs> Is a few bottles of wine. You know, get a group round. Not <laughs> <Just> invested. <laughs> I mean, babe, it's like one pm and you're already on the white. That's true, but it's airwaves. <laughs> mm. <laughs> very nice. I'm sorry, it went off on a tangent then. Um, no, it's lovely. Japanese anime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What have we missed? What's the important um, things for people to know okay. who, like myself, a complete novice to this area? Absolutely. Um, I think like. Yeah, on my end, I kind of covered my favorites. There's the Hunter x Hunter one, mm-hmm. One Punch Man, Naruto. And then there's also like, I kind of like the comedy ones also. There's Gintama, which is just kind of like silly all the time. Mm. I mean, they also like, there's a bunch of things that I've checked out and didn't like. There's like, I watched probably like three episodes of this one. I can't remember the name of it. Excuse me. Where it's just like high school kids. And one of them kind of likes the other, but they're very shy about it. And it's very mm. slow paced. And it's just like about that feeling of liking someone and maybe not, it's not returned. Yeah, and it just got, love. Yes, which is kind of like beautiful when I'm yeah. saying it now, but I was very bored. 
when I was watching, it's like I can't do it. I was just like waiting for something to happen, Oof. like somebody to like have a breakthrough with confidence or something. I Sounds don't know. Sounds very Kafkaesque. Yeah, and then it just went on and on. Oh, yeah, <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of them are like for teenagers, like kind of love. Okay, yeah, yeah, teenage yeah. love. How can you tell when you're like, if you go on Go Go Anime, mm. is it like split up into sections where it's like yeah. award-winning anime or like you know? Not really. No. I mean, <laughs> you just kind of like. Sometimes you can really just go off the kind of poster. Mm. And potluck. Yeah, a little bit. You just check them out. Okay. You can kind of tell which ones are gonna be, kind of just not that good. Um, but yeah, it's mm. potluck. Maybe we should get you to make us a watching list. I would love to. Okay, great. Absolutely. Let's do that and then we can put it in the show notes. Lovely. Fantastic. <laughs> Final question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dressed up as an anime character? Yeah, I did once, like a long time ago. That's when I was like just watching the Furikuri ones. And I was just like, I had a kind of Japanese schoolgirl outfit. And then there's this character that had, she was sort of like writing things on her cigarettes and then smoking them. Mm. So I did that for like a Halloween or like whatever costume right, party with yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. But then also, I mean, like yesterday I played the show and we did uh, like a very intense makeup with like blocking out my eyes, mm. like fully, like I had like contacts, white contact. And and it's definitely like inspired mm. by it. It's not like a specific character in mind, but it's like, yeah, it's like a kind of ghost villain something <laughs> where does that japanese schoolgirl thing come from because it's in so many western texts yeah. as well isn't it exactly. the like schoolgirl in like pristine white shirt gray yeah, yeah. pleated skirt long black straight exactly. hair i don't really know is that fro- something from anime is that it's kind of like a it weird fetish, like a japanese isn't it? japanese thing it is well i think it's I like know, a, it's, a thing that western i always find it just so weird when like in, like you're infant infantilizing someone and also sexualizing them at the same time. Yeah, I find that can't, really can't do it. I can't like, do it either. No, it's, no, that's why I don't it's, get it's it. It's problematic in it's so many this, ways. It's like sexy schoolgirl thing, and it's like oh, no, it's oh, a child. Yeah, like, it's a child. It. Yeah, didn't want to like shit on your Halloween costume. No, no, no. I mean that's that was just like there was nothing <laughs> overtly sexual about it. She was yeah. just like a, a girl just in school. Badass. Yes, badass. Badass smoking cigarettes behind the bike shed. Yeah, yeah, under a bridge, riding on them. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. There you go. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks to Sigur Laug. Thanks to Iceland Airwaves for having us. Tickets for next year are on sale now, just saying. You have been listening to Talk the Line. I'm Jen Long. This is a podcast from the line of Best Fit. It's produced by Paul Bridgewater with original music by Seams. We release a new podcast every other Monday. You can subscribe. You can follow us on the internet. You can even leave us a nice review. See you in a fortnight.